Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Softball for me, like three or four years ago. You, yeah. We're about thirty seconds away, and that's not a bad thing. Okay, so one, 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 one. Remember phonics, Dean? Remember phonics in elementary school? Once I get stuck on a wrong name, I will screw it up forever. Tell you a story about it's a, a Charmin commercial. commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Toilet paper. Commercial. Standing by. Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT presents Caveman Corner. And a very pleasant good Monday evening. I'm Brian Miller along with Dean Hupper from School City, Mishawaka. We are live tonight, as usual, on Monday evenings from Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, located at 507 East McKinley Avenue, Mishawaka. We're just east of Division Street, across from the one and only Liberty School. Monterey Mexican Grill, home of the best authentic Mexican food served this side of the Rio Grande. Hey, stop in for dinner tonight or any time during the week. It's a family-friendly place, and you can join us upstairs here on the radio show any Monday night here in the Mont. That is their event center on the upper level. Uh, come for dinner, come for trivia, which they also play downstairs on Monday night here at Monterey Mexican Grill. Again, Monterey, proud to sponsor high school sports on the radio and our host sponsor for Caveman Corner here on 960 WSBT. Well, in my normal setup for the broadcast, I wander in. We have a couple of guests. Actually, I think there was a School City Mishawaka bus that showed up and unloaded because Dean has quite a lineup with us tonight. And if I sound tired from talking because they're going to talk about running, and the only place I run to is maybe to the studio (laughs) and uh, to the refrigerator. So I'm excited to hear uh, all about the Mishawaka cross country. And later on, we're going to talk volleyball. Yeah, we get we get winded coming up the stairs, but well, they've just run a few miles today. They got done doing an excellent job at uh, sectional over the weekend camp, and then from our girls program, Ava Fox, Corinne Flick, Jada Rogers, Ella Burachewski, and then later on we're going to have Steve and Dan Anderson, and of course we've got Jada Rogers here too. So it, it's going to be a fun night. We're going to talk running, and uh, man, they had a sloppy, sloppy race course on Saturday. No thanks. But they did it with poise and class, and uh, represented Mishawaka so so well. well. I know what a mess it was out at Eddy Street Commons doing our pregame show, and we were on concrete and we had umbrellas <laughs> and tents. So I can't imagine what it was to play in those elements. A and I know mess. some of the soccer regionals and and. Other other uh, tournaments had to move to some turf facilities. You guys don't get that luxury in cross country. So, uh, Dean, take it away. I know you've got lots to talk about with our guests. Well, first we're going to talk to our sectional champ. Uh, he was the New Prairie Invitational champ. This may take a while. Northern Lakes Conference champ 2022-2023. The Oxbow Park record holder. And that may be one of the most impressive things uh, that's happened because there's been so many great runners through the years. But, Liam Bauschke, just talk about this season and how it's progressed and I know when you got to the New Prairie Invitational, you let it rip a few weeks ago, but it's just getting better and better since. 
Yeah, so this season's been great. Um, the buildup has been awesome. The summer went well. Um, I kind of had a chip on my shoulder after track season. Uh, state did not go to plan, so I really wanted to hit summer hard and get prepared for this cross-country season. Um, I was kind of biding my time earlier in the season, but these past few weeks, um, I've had some good competition and have had some good races. So I'm really just excited for these next two weeks of the tournament. Yeah, and talk about winning the sectional. I know that that was a course where the New Prairie Invitational, you, you have great competition, but you also got to kind of practice the course and, and see what it was like. But I don't know if you can ever practice that muddy mess that you had over no. the weekend. It, it could take <laughs> one slip, mm-hmm. and you guys could lose three or four places. I mean, if you're going to – it's Cardiac Hill, right? It, it, Agony Hill. Agony Hill. If, yep. you're, if you're going up Agony Hill and, and you have a slip, that, that could cost mm-hmm. you because it i've seen it on a dry day and it is moist and kind of sloppy but i can't imagine what it was like on saturday yeah so it was it was quite hectic um it was pouring the whole time during the race the condition the course was already in rough condition um we were running through inches of water most parts through the woods um it was very sloppy lots of people fell almost every turn uh but overall it was really fun and it was really fun to come away with the sectional championship with that without having a disaster like falling and getting trampled by other kids so um it was nice to come away clean with the win Uh, it was a lot of fun and the team did great as well so it was overall a good day i know coach kovaleski has uh team culture wins and that's not just your team but it it goes across to the ladies as well talk about that uh we've got ava fox here just when when the guys are racing i know you guys are usually getting ready for your race but you're also cheering them on and i've been there for liam and he's like, can you give me about 10 or 15 minutes to, uh, before he wants to do an interview? Because he wants to cheer on you guys. Uh, that's a pretty special culture when everybody's for each other. And probably even in workouts, you guys are hoping each other do well, right? Right. So we're obviously at practice together every day. So we see the work that we're all putting in. So it's really exciting at meet days to be able to see your teammates finishing and being able to do well for them and for yourself. And just competing together as a team, even though most see it as an individual sport. Yeah, and Corinne's next to you. Just to, if you can talk about how you guys felt after Saturday, because the girls came away second in sectional, and now you get to advance to regional. Uh, we've got four of you here. I know there's some other members <laughs> of the team that, that are well-deserving as well, but how proud were you to walk away from that race on Saturday and say, you know what, we're getting better as this year goes on? It was awesome. It was an awesome feeling. The team really did very well on Saturday. Um, Everyone worked really hard for each other. I think a lot of people during the race were thinking, I have to do this for this, like for my the girl next to me like That's I need perfect. to do it for my teammate so yeah. it was an awesome feeling yeah and Jada Rogers is here and Jada if you could just talk I, I, I feel like I've seen you grow up because I, I watched you run in <laughs> elementary and, and then through middle school but when you when you think of what Mishawaka cross country has done for you and the relationships that you've built with cross country and track it's a, it's a pretty special organization that you guys have working all as one even though some people think it's an individual sport Yeah, I really love running. Um, Competing in track and cross country all four years of high school, it's really taught me that 
not only is like finding yourself important, but finding motivation throughout like my friends and teammates is equally as important. And it's just helped me grow so much as a person. Yeah, and we've got Ellie Bircheski here. Um, I know you've had a busy fall. Just talk about what you've been doing and and as it relates to cross country, it's been pretty tough, but now you can concentrate on, on cross country, right? Um, yeah, we were pretty busy in the fall. We had um, cross after school till 5.30 and then soccer started 5.30 to 7.30 every day. In your spare time, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we had games pretty much every Tuesday, Thursday, so we were getting in extra miles whenever we could. Um, now that soccer's over, we just get to enjoy cross and it's honestly way more fun. This way, you get to spend yeah. more time with the team. Yeah. And, and, you guys must look at her sometime like she's crazy because you know when when you're doing that it's like gosh you're you're pouring so much energy in but i have to i I have to ask you i mean there's a reason you do that you probably love both sports but to represent mishawaka high school on the pitch and with cross country must make you really proud yeah so i've just always loved soccer so i had to stay with it but really the team culture of cross is what kept me. Ellie, yeah. can I ask what motivated you or who, uh, I guess, who drug you across the finish line to uh, uh, compete in both sports in the fall? Because I've had a couple athletes in softball do it. It's not easy. No, it is not easy. So last year, my older sister did it with me, so I had someone to do it with me. But this year, I drugged the people with me, <laughs> Ava Fox, and then my little sister, Jenna, or my little sister, Tori. <laughs> And yeah. another junior, Jenna. So there's four of us. But that, that's something that makes Mishawaka a little more special is that you can be a multi-sport athlete and you can try different things. Um, Liam, uh, you haven't always been a, a cross-country or track star. Talk about just growing up and some of the sports that you played and maybe you had dreams of being that person at that time. Yeah, so uh, before I really committed to running, I'd say baseball was probably my favorite sport. Um, I played basketball and baseball through uh, up until freshman year. Uh, that's when I really realized freshman year cross-country season that baseball maybe wasn't the option that I wanted to go with. So I decided to go to, for track in the spring. But um, I think I definitely saw myself pitching in baseball over running. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Brian, you know, uh, oh. you guys all know Anna Rohr. Uh, she was a volleyball player, and all of a sudden they saw her out on phys ed, and it's like, whoa. That, that girl's different. She runs a that's, little bit different. That's a little different, yeah. Yeah, so you start out maybe in one sport, uh, but then uh, you find yourself and you, and you find your passion and you find your love. Let me ask the five of you the fact that, you know, you mentioned, Liam, about elementary sports, and School City has a great representation in all the elementary schools with basketball, and certainly uh, the volleyball is really, really big, and they've expanded that into track. But when uh, did you start to get the itch? I mean, I know that the junior high sports are offering – uh, other sports other than the traditional sports. Uh, Ava, talk about that, if you would, uh, because uh, uh, there's not a lot of schools that have those options. Right, yeah. So I actually did all three sports that elementary school offered, and then I also was doing soccer the whole time. And which elementary did you go to? I went to Hums Elementary School. So I did volleyball, basketball, and track. And honestly, track was just the one that wasn't the same season as soccer. So that's the one I stuck with, but I'm very glad I did because it's become such a big part of my life. But I was glad that I had the opportunity when I was younger to do the other sports because I don't have to wonder, oh, what if I did that? Liam, was there a withdrawal when you decided that baseball was not going to be the the thing and and the running was your commitment and your future? Uh. Not too much. Um, I still love the sport. Maybe more of a withdrawal from my parents. Um, but I, I think once I committed to it, um, I really just went with running. 
and I had no problems from there. I still like watching the sport. I still love baseball, but definitely not any withdrawal from playing. You a Cub fan? I am. That a boy. Good job. <laughs> we can continue the interview now. <laughs> Go right ahead. Yeah, when you guys, uh, I guess when you you think of Coach Cove and um, what he brings to the table with practice, I, I've watched him uh, for years, and I've watched him motivate people during um, cross-country meets, but he just seems to have a knack for First of all, the intensity, but then he'll he'll give you a hug at the right time. Or here it is a Friday, and maybe you think it's going to be a hard practice, and and all of a sudden you're doing something kind of different. Are, are there some things about coach that that you appreciate, or maybe some games that you do, or some some team bonding drills that you do? Um, I think one of like the biggest things that I love about him is that he just preaches team culture so much, and just building like a relationship with all the athletes like just being in like one big family I think that's probably the like the most that I like about him like he just always like preaches that like being together and like having that connection with everyone so yeah and and Jada is there something that that maybe a practice that you appreciate you see things on Facebook and it's like how does that have to do with track or cross country but yeah. at the end of the day, it works. Yeah, um, I think a big thing we do during both track and cross country, we do a lot of like team bonding activities, especially when we had our like summer dunes trip. We took a lot of just like team trips to go play like sand volleyball or like baseball was a big hit with the guys. <laughs> um, I think him taking time out of like intense practice to just make sure we all get to know each other and like we see each other as a family is one of the things that keeps us all going. Yeah, and Ellie, it just seems like everybody's valued, whether it's the, the number one runner on the team or the person who's just coming out for the first year. Um, was there some of that maybe when the Dunes trip starts that – okay, this is the beginning of the season, and I don't know if you do Tower Hill or if you're going up uh, and down and, and things like that, but there, it just seems like everybody is valued, and some of those people who maybe have just started out, you see kind of improving a little bit more and more and, and make some of the greatest strides. Yeah, so we're all really close, so anyone new coming in can see that right away, but um, no matter how good you are, I feel like if you fit in, like you fit in, like we all just kind of click, I feel like. Yeah. Um, we're all just really good friends. And you're encouraging other people to, to come out for the sport. It, 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 like in the off season, you guys are the best recruiters, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we really have been, especially the past couple of years. We tell everyone to come run with us. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And Brian, is, there, you, is there bonus points for like recruiting and bring somebody in or like a free Bonnie Dune day or anything like that? Or? That's no. a good idea, <laughs> though. <laughs> Trust me, the coaches tried those things. Right. So, you know, uh, when we talked to, uh, talked to Justin Hembrick and Coach Cove earlier this year, uh, they talked about building the program, and of course, Justin's working with the middle school now, and so I think the sky's the limit for this program because now younger kids are getting more involved and encouraged, and you guys work with some of those kids sometimes too. Yeah. Hey, we are here on K-Bend Corner from 960 WSB. In case you're just tuning in, we are talking Mishawaka Caveman Cross Country here tonight. Liam Bauschke, Ava Fox, Corinne Flick, Jada Rogers, Ellie Burcheski. Uh, happy to have you uh, join us here on the radio and certainly stop on by Monterey any Monday night for Caveman Corner. With Dean Huppert, I'm Brian Muller. Okay, I, I got to ask you guys because those of us in the world of softball, uh, ladies, we're going to warm up. Foul pole to foul pole or take a lap around the field is like torture. <laughs> All right. When did running not become torture or, I guess, uh, uh, a penalty? Who wants to start, Ava? Uh, yeah, so there's definitely still days where it feels like it is torture, but it's 
it's so much more rewarding than it is bad and I can always remember the feeling that I have after a workout so just kind of working towards that. Now let but me ask how many years have you competed in cross-country and, and track? <laughs> well this is actually my first and last year doing cross-country. Congratulations you made it right? <laughs> yes yes. But this will be my fourth track season. And the expectations you had going into the season what were those? Um, to finish a race. <laughs> But now they've grown, obviously. Our goal last week was to make it out of sectionals and on to regionals. So now the goal is just run as well as we can and keep it going for our team. Corinne, how about you? Um, I probably started to love running in middle school. Sixth grade, I really didn't like it. But then <laughs> um, probably eighth grade, I started to really like have like a love for running. Um, I had Coach Staley. He kind of introduced me and taught me how to love it. Um, and then high school, I just started to really trust the process and just, like, love getting better for myself and for my teammates. Like, so I just grew to love it. Jada? I'd say about ninth grade was when I really fell in love with cross country. I had a really great set of seniors who were there to help me really acclimate to the culture and make me feel like I was welcome. And last but not least, Ellie. Um, I'd have to say sophomore year since that's when I started cross. Um, I really do think it is just like who you're running with, just finding people you can talk to while you're running. You now, forget that you're running. So, Liam, from the standpoint, and maybe not necessarily speaking for the girls and the boys program, but I know in football which rivals there are for the for the K-Band football team. Uh, the old softball coach knows which rivals there are in the softball game, and it goes on with the other sports. Who are the rivals or the ones that you maybe circle on your calendar that I'm going to run against and or what what uh, event like the New Prairie uh, Invitational or whatnot? Uh, who are the rivals in the cross-country world? Well, so I think um, there aren't as many one-on-one -on -one rivals in cross-country only because most of the meets are invitational style. Um, we're running against... Uh, eight to 20 teams, depending on the meet, depending on the day. Uh, so there's not as many one-on-one -on -one rivalries. Um, obviously, Penn is just always a Mishwaka rival. Um, I heard that rumor, yes. Yeah, <laughs> tends to be a Mishwaka rival. So, I mean, I'd say, if anything, Penn would be the only one. Um, but to be honest, there's not really any heated rivalries between specific teams. Um, yeah. Everybody kind of understands how much work we've all put in. Um, and when it comes down to the day, it's just who can perform and maybe a give. respect factor for right. the sport itself I exactly. guess. Well, uh, Liam you're you're putting up some numbers where you're getting attention from from some schools and other people uh, you're only a junior uh, what's the what's the goal for you in a, here in a couple of years I mean it, there's there's lots of things out there that that maybe you can accomplish yeah so I mean I think the main goal is really just to help develop the program and the team um, I want to kind of put myself out there um, hopefully other kids can see that and maybe that'll inspire them to run because um, I think lots of people have potential in running uh, they really just have to understand that and love the sport um, I don't think you need a insane amount of talent to be able to compete well in this sport so hopefully I can just inspire people and help build up the program yeah now that's an unselfish answer but selfishly I mean <laughs> we've we've seen some of the things that a Mishawaka runner could do I mean running in college uh, maybe maybe beyond in the pros or Team USA type things 
I mean, obviously, uh, Team USA Pro would be the dream. Um, but I think the next step for me would be running in college. I want to compete for a team that's really going to push me as a person and as a runner um, and just be a part of a team that has a really good culture. So that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and a question for Ava that's uh, a little bit off the cross-country path, but what's your favorite to call, a block or a charge? <laughs> and um, I'm setting her up here, Brian, because yeah, I know where you're going. Last year, I put a tweet out, and Ava went through our officiating 101 class, and this picture of a fine young lady from Mishawaka refereeing, all of a sudden it was like, 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 like. Everybody <laughs> loved it, and people across the state. So uh, officiating, I mean, it, it's it's part of who you are, along with the other sports too. Um, yeah, that was definitely an interesting experience, and not one that I. Th- thought I would have in high school but I prefer calling charges I think it's more fun <laughs> all right, how animated are you that's what I want to know not very I was okay. definitely a little nervous for my first year but I was glad that I had some veteran officials to work with me and overall it was just a really good experience I think I gained a lot of skills from doing that it was definitely outside of my comfort zone but <laughs> yeah I heard about a week ago that there are some other kids that got their whistle and oh, so yeah. <laughs> it, maybe not every administrator was appreciative of a bunch of kids walking around the school with a, <laughs> a whistle. Uh, my, minor details. They'll get over it. They'll get over it. That's all right. Hey, we're going to wrap up our first segment here. In a few moments, we're going to visit with Steve Anderson and talk Mishawaka Volleyball here on 960 WSBT. And this is K-Man Corner. Okay, this is my favorite part of the interview process with uh, our student athletes. And uh, we've done this over the last few weeks. Liam, I'm going to let you hit lead off, and we'll go right around the circle here. Um, need to tell me your favorite class uh, and or your favorite subject at school. Yeah, so I'd say my favorite class um, would be Calculus with Mr. Haas. Okay. Um, I've had him all three years, and he's a great math teacher, and it's a fun class to be in. All right, Ava, you're next. Um, my favorite class would have to be my Unified Champions PE class. And your favorite teacher? And that is taught by Bodie Bender. Oh, Mr. Bender, Mr. <laughs> Basketball. Corinne? Um, my favorite class is probably my audio-visual productions class. Um, my favorite teacher is probably Mr. Chamberlain. Very good. Good choice. Jada? Um, my favorite class is probably my AP Physics 2, who, and it's taught by Miss Foley. <laughs> Give her a shout-out on Ellie. Okay, I was also going to say physics, not because I like the class, just because Miss Foley. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, so she's definitely uh, brought and roped you guys in. Um, this is a unique question because... Uh, chowing down pre and post game for the football guys that hang out here and, and put away a few pounds of Monterey Mexican <laughs> food on Monday nights as comparison to the baseball f- and uh, softball uh, classes. Um, talk about a, a pregame meal or a favorite go-to pregame or maybe a, a postgame that I, hey, I accomplished the, uh, the mission, I accomplished my goal. Liam, your thoughts on that? Yeah, so since most of our races take place uh, towards the morning, my classic uh, pre-race meal would be two pieces of peanut butter toast and a banana. So I like to keep it simple so my stomach's feeling good and I feel ready to go. Easy on the grocery bill too, Mom, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. Ava? Pre-race, uh, you can't go wrong with a rice cake. And then post-race, just... Is there any flavor to rice cakes? I can't say... <laughs> you can buy different flavors. Okay. And then post-race is just about anything in my pantry. There you go. Corinne? Um, pre-race, I would say half of a blueberry bagel with peanut butter and then a banana, post-race, Chick-fil-A. So it, you guys lose your minds if somebody messes with the pregame meal uh, thing or whatever. Don't mess that up. Don't mess up. Jada, how about you? Um, I don't focus more on the breakfast the day of the race. I'm more of a dinner before girl, so I like 
a lot of carbs and more of a pasta girl. <laughs> Carb it up. There you go. Ellie? I would also say banana and rice cake morning before and always Chipotle after. You know, not one of them mentioned McAdoo's or nothing like that. I don't no. understand that, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but tonight they appreciate the way, the way we... Uh, yeah. The the, uh, the, uh, the the healthy way for sure. But yeah. ladies and Liam, thanks for being here, and, and congrats to you guys on a superb season, and uh, I know it's not done. Yeah, it's not. You guys have represented us well, and, and you couldn't ask for five more better representatives of the high school. Uh, you guys are awesome in the classroom and, and what you do on the, in the different sports you do. You've represented us so well, and keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. <laughs> Have fun at New Prairie this week. Hopefully it's not as muddy, and, and you can come, come away with faster results. There you go. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, it was a pleasure to have uh, all five of them here with us on K-Man Corner from 960 WSBT. With Dean Huppert, I'm Brian Miller. We'll take a commercial timeout. When we come back, we'll visit with the Hall of Famer, Steve Anderson, to talk Mishawaka K-Man volleyball. But first this time on 960 WSBT. Hey, welcome back to Monterey Mexican Grill. It's Caveman Corner right here on a Monday night, just like every Monday night from 7 to 7.45 before Monday Night Football. Dean Huppert along with Brian Miller. We're going to be talking to the legend Steve Anderson in just a moment. But first, the rolling flag was put up today in the cave. If you want to see it on Facebook or Twitter, it's pretty cool. 12 feet by 18 feet. It takes 15 seconds to come down and 15 seconds to go up. Donated by Tom Irons Foundation in the class of 1969, a really cool piece. It's awesome. I saw the video, yes. We also have Beach Bash where we are still collecting money until November 4th. There's still time to donate. Go to mishawakaschools.com slash beefbash. And this Friday, just an interesting tidbit, there's time to uh, go to the Food Bank of Northern Indiana. St. Joe Health Systems and Trinity Health are providing fresh perishables for families in need. So if your family is in need of food, the first 215 families that drive through at Emmons Elementary. That's this Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They will have free boxes of food. They'll put them in your trunk and you can help out your family. So the first 215 this Friday, 10 a.m. at Emmons Elementary. We appreciate the food bank and St. Joe Health and uh, Trinity Health for providing that. So it, it's a time where where families may have some tough times and, and then they can uh, pay it forward later on. Well, we are proud to be a, a partner with the Food Bank of North Indiana. They are a sponsor of our high school sports and all the many great things they do to help feed our community and uh, certainly the uh, uh, Food for Kids backpack program is a big, big part of that that touches yeah. School City, Mishawaka. But this is a great opportunity uh, during uh, fall break and uh, if you're in need, certainly head out to Emmons on, on Friday. Well, we've got Steve Anderson here. A tough act to follow, man. Those kids were great. Yeah. And, uh, they might so have my well. job pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, heck yeah. But uh, you're coming off a sectional runner-up over at uh, Michigan City against Laporte. I know you're really proud of your team this year. Had a great season. I, uh, you know, Talk about that. Just the, the kids you had, the season you had, and, and knowing that you were, you were that close sure. for the second year in a row. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, again, when you have a 25-win season in whatever sport you're coaching, you're doing something right. So that was I was, that we we exceeded what I thought was going to happen, exceeded what we did last year. Right. So that was good. Um, it was the afternoon game. We played a really strong Plymouth team and played them tough. I mean, uh, that's the best we've looked for in tournament play for a, a long time. And uh, I think it was like a 12-15 and. 18 game right so and they were they were strong and they but here's the scary part about Plymouth they had no seniors wow on that team so 
They had some six-footers. They had some strong hitters. They, I thought it was going to be more of a battle. And I, I think we were just, again, it's one of those things that you never know until you start competing, mm-hmm. you know, you, how are you going to fight. Right. But then you get to the championship, and you have some seniors, but you don't have nine seniors. No, no. Um, it, it was, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see the young kids step up, and we did a couple – uh, we transitioned a couple of people f- that were playing pretty well, but struggled in that game. So in those games, so we put in some new people that had had played some, but not very much, and they stepped up very nicely. What happened is that we needed to get a bigger, stronger block on Plymouth's outside hitters. They were just dynamite. Yeah, those six girls have been they're called they on the serious six or super six or something. They started playing together when they were ten. Wow. Okay, and so they've all played together since they've been ten years old. Um, and that has really that really showed, you know. And it was again those six know knowing that it was going to be could be their last. They just put in a little bit of extra effort, and they had a, the mojo going. Yeah. Um, in the morning game, we had served 100, percent and the after the night game, we we kind of said, you know what, if we don't serve a little bit tougher, you're probably going to get, you know, we're probably going to pay for that. Yeah. So we put on a little bit more, I should say, aggressive serving. And it backfired a little bit because usually our steady servers, okay, didn't serve 100%. So you got to serve. If you serve as a team 90%, then you're good. And we were at 85 at the end of the match. So that that's where we struggled a little bit. But I'm telling you, we had, dug some good balls. We dug. We played good defense. We always play good defense. Right. Okay. We're kind of known for that. You know, that caveman mentality. You know, nothing hits the floor. But it just wasn't enough that day. Well, I wanted to have you on. We had some volleyball players and coach on earlier this year, but coach just kept saying, "No, no, let the kids talk. It, it's their time. Yeah. This is, it. and so this is a this is a great time to to not only talk about your team, but to talk about your career and and putting yourself in position for another sectional championship. You've won 19 of them, and yeah. <laughs> number 20 is gonna come. Yeah you're putting the pieces in place and i loved following your teams back in the early 90s and sure i wasn't there for the 1980 team but 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 following your teams now you're starting to put the pieces in place and and your your brother is is one of the key pieces to that at john young middle School. it is it is he this was his fourth season and so the last four years have been you know pretty successful and i credit that to him developing those kids at that level because we only have one feeder system, right? And if you get some quality coaching down there and some good athletes, and you put the combination together, the kids that are coming up, you know, meet meet or beat your expectations, and yeah. so that's really important. I mean, there's other schools in the area that have, you know, three or four, and then obviously Catholic schools have 14 area junior high schools to right. feed into two Catholic schools. So it, it's it's nice to have that in place. Um, and like I said, he's yeah, he's won the Big Eleven twice out of those four years. And beat all the you know feeder schools for Penn. Sure. Okay, so that's really good. You know, but he still has to. He's and he's still at it, and he still and still enjoys it. Yeah, and Brian, putting that piece together. If you want to be a volleyball player at Mishawaka, you're getting the the coaching of Dan Anderson, and then you're getting Steve Anderson. This is this is about as good as it can get in the, oh, yes. in the state of Indiana. You're talking about a couple legends, and combined, Coach Steve Anderson not only has over 900 wins at Mishawaka, but had 300 as an assistant, a couple state runner-ups, state finalists while yeah, you're while you're across the, yeah. across the yeah, with city at, at Danny and Marion. Well, it's so funny about being with Dan. Every time I would sit on the bench, I would 
I would label myself as the equipment manager <laughs> because otherwise I would be butting heads with him because it's really hard not to say anything when you've been You've been in charge. You've been in charge Absolutely. so long. I saw you in the second row a number of times because you wouldn't go down to the I, front I, yeah, row. I was. I, I mean, it was his program, so I didn't want to, you know, step on anybody's toes. Even though he was a younger brother, I loved doing that. It's well, amazing it, what you see from the co-pilot seat. It is. It is. It's a whole brand new ball game, and really. As we, as we get this resurgence back here with Mishawaka volleyball, let's go back in time and think about the 23 NIC titles that we had, 16 state finalist appearance, 19 sectional titles, four times state coach of the year, the 1995 Mishawaka Athletic Hall of Famer, 2012 Indiana High School Volleyball Hall of Fame. And the great thing about Coach Anderson is that he still has that passion, that energy, to get out there on the court, to motivate the kids, and to preach excellence. Uh, uh, things don't slip through the cracks, and it's not okay to be average because you want to be the best, and you want them to have that Steve Anderson, Mishawaka volleyball experience. Right. Um, I, I believe that all these years have, again, mounted up in saying, for me, it's uh, consistent consistency right and the consistency again uh, on things that you were reading too we have a state record of 12 state champions in a 12 state finals in a row yeah and that's still a state record i don't know if that's ever going to be beat i don't know i mean good luck to somebody that's trying that <laughs> <laughs> because i'm telling you right now to me it's not about the wins and losses so much as about having your program be consistently in, in the hunt right okay so if you're always uh, a competitor okay and always you know a contender I think then you're 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 in the doing the right things. Yeah. Steve Anderson is our guest here and talking Mishawaka volleyball on K Man Corner from nine sixty WSBT with Dean Huppert. I'm Brian Miller. Coach, let me ask you this because having been a broadcaster for almost forty years and certainly unfortunately for the volleyball teams, I've done high school volleyball. It's been many, 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 many years back in my Laporte days in the early eighties. Okay. But it was. It's been well documented with class sports, sure, and certainly class basketball and Hoosier hysteria, and we could go on for an hour talking about that. But yes. how did it change the volleyball world going to class sports in Indiana? And and your thoughts uh, as now the dust has settled on that, and it's sure. it is pretty much it is what it is, right? <clears throat> well, first of all, I just to uh, go a little bit of ahead. I've been told that they're changing the the class system again. Stand by for that, right? Yeah. Right, stand by. I, this is just been, a rumor what I've heard. It's been explored, and I, I was on, an, actually, I was on the class sports committee. It's been explored. Uh, they're holding it, holding the, playing good <coughs> defense. Let, let's put it that way. They're playing good defense right now to not make it happen. Sure, But sure. it makes a lot of sense for it to happen. Yeah, right. And what I've been told by some people that know more than more than me, that it's going to, they're going to make the 5A or the yep. 4A smaller and the next level's bigger. Yeah. So I don't know where. And Mishawaka would fall into 4A if that happened. It would be a it would be a good situation. Yeah. I, I, well, I, it is what it is. You just don't know until you're you know until mm -hmm. they realign it. So that's that's an interesting thing. Um, I I always liked even basketball. I was a huge basketball. I graduated from IU, and I was uh, I was there in '76 when the national championship there, and I was a big Bobby Knight fan. It was a pretty good year. Good year. Uh, it, so it was amazing, and I think that's where I got my passion for, again, for sports. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if I recall, you used to sneak in and watch Bobby Knight's practice. I snuck in one time because I you? lived right across the street. But the building was kind of open, so I didn't really sneak in. I just went in, and they were practicing. They don't have security and lockdown like they do nowadays. But I did go in there, and I briefly watched and saw the intensity. 
Um, and I think one time when he was on with the chair kicking incident, and he said, you don't see me in the 80 hours I'm in the gym. So you see me for that hour and a half, two hours, I'm you know going nuts because they didn't do what they did for the 80 hours I was in the gym. So you're judging me on that moment, not the you know the, all the hours and hours and hours I put in making it try to perfect it. And I think that always stuck with me. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Okay. That to me that always stuck with me. But back to the class system, I liked it when it was all one. I liked basketball when it was all one. I mean, it was just we were special that way. The whole state of Indiana. I mean. The champion or the, the runner-up yeah, or the, yeah. yes. Now, it's funny because I, I think they did this one time, and it, maybe that could be something I imagined but, or I don't remember. I thought they were going to have a playoff where the 1A played the 3A and the 2A played the 4A. Well, they had a champions, uh, the champion tournament of champ- champions in correct. basketball yeah. for about four years or so. Yeah, and I think they dropped that. It was yeah, too, it too was busy, and the next season's going on, so they, they had to, you know, obviously not go that down that path. But – Volleyball is such a unique sport, and, and I think he asked me today, it's a really fast-growing sport, and it's the number one sport for boys in the country Wow! right now. The other thing, too, that has been, been kicked down the road a little bit is the beach volleyball becoming a high school sport. Now, I don't know what season that's going to be. It'd be summer school only around <laughs> here. <laughs> Because we don't have any, obviously, indoor sand courts. So if I see, like, truckloads of sand coming out to Baker Park, I should be aware that that's going <laughs> to yeah. take over part exactly. of the real estate. Great. Exactly. Interesting. Coach, I'd like to ask you about some of the, the players that you've had because you talk about some of the greats in Indiana. Um, you know, right off the top of my head, Sharon Versup and then – Correct. Karen Zelinsky, I mean, she's now got, right. what, 480 wins in, at Valparaiso. She does. She does. And she was a four-year starter coach, for me. Yeah, yep. yeah. She was a four-year starter for us at Mishawaka. Um, she was in the state finals all four years. She was a Mental Attitude Award winner when she was a senior. Um, she played almost every position that was assigned to her without hesitation. Never said, you know, why am I doing this or why am I doing that? The culture has changed a little bit with that, okay, because they want to know why, and I don't understand how, what their reasoning yeah. is. But, again, she has, again, like Sharon Versa, too, learned it's hard work. Hard work gets the job done. Yeah. And you guys know that in everything you do. I mean, it's not, that's not a secret. People want to know what the secret of winning at anything is. Well, 25,000 hours, like Michael Jordan <laughs> said, get your average. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then put in the time. It just put in the time, and somebody out there is working harder than you. Every day. Are, Every are, day. Are there kids that you just see and you're like, wow, they, they've got something? I mean, I, I can go through Abby Schlonfoot, Suzanne Cunningham, sure. Haley Wise. I mean, there's there's been so many through the years. Randa Shields, who's on your bench right now. Right. Suzanne, I, I, mean, I mean, these girls were special when they were juniors and seniors. Right. But could you see that early on and maybe push them a little bit differently because you just saw that, okay, if they do this, then this Correct. can happen. I, I think what I look for all the time is in the athleticism first. I can teach them how to play. I can't teach them to be an athlete. Okay, that, that's what I think most coaches would agree to that. Yeah. So you find somebody, and then you try to find that special person to be your quarterback, and that's the success story right there. You find the best athlete. Suzanne Cunningham was one of those kids, too. Make her in charge. She'll get everybody better. Yeah. And that to me, that was huge. I even saw that at, with uh, a girl from uh, – her name is Allison Ketchum. And I know she's getting married in November, but anyway, she went to Marion. She was, I was with her, when she was in eighth grade, I told her parents, this girl's special. Yeah. She's going to make it. Yeah. And she ended up playing for Karen. (laughs) Watching a kid like Sarah Stone who could just get way above, but then there was, 
Uh, one of my favorite players was Crystal Gorney because she oh. she was just a she would she would, she would run through a Man, brick wall for you. Grind. She would. She yeah. refused to lose. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, when you get those when you get those kind of kids in any sport, I don't care if it's tiddlywinks, you're going to win. You're going to be in you're going to be in contention. Yeah. Fighting competitors, that's a big big key. It is. Coach the game as I remember, you know, in it in a way it seems like it was just yesterday, but it was Final win, 15-10, 15-9, sure. 15, and now the rally scoring is 25. Correct. And uh, if you had to say this is the better way, is the current format the, the better way in the scoring and how the game is played, um, or your opinions on the differences of the two? I, I, I do like the rally scoring and because the opportunity to, for it to be a side outside. I mean, it's better for the, the audience, I think, if you're watching. Um, but the good old days, again, they, were, they call them the good old days for a reason, so it was good then, okay, but it, it evolved, it, it's evolved. Now, I still don't agree with having a five-match series, even in high school. They do that in college, and I think that's what Indiana wanted to prepare these kids, but 90% of your kids are not going to play at the next level. So, you know, I think that's really important that somebody should take a look at that and during and it plus it the extended time if your jv goes three and you go five and you're at again Wawa it's C, a late night coming home it's baby. a late night coming home and the kids already say they got to go home and do eat and get you know their homework done name name drop here a little bit okay uh, you've been around some of the greats in the history of volleyball and i remember watching karch karai in the pan-american games and sure i come back up here and you're like oh yeah karch i you know i'm gonna have him out at outpost and he's gonna be uh, you've got some correct yeah friends who know I, the game oh, he's in my phone i mean we still communicate yeah. um the good news is is annie drews is one of his players the girl from you know yeah. that girl played for penn and she originally yeah. started at yeah. elkhart mm -hmm. um i got invited to her wedding and all these who who were there the usa national team it was coming off there, and they were all signing autographs, and all the girls to begin with are six foot plenty. Yeah. Okay? Yes. And uh, so we're watching, and they're all wearing, you know, they're all dressed up, wearing high heels, so they're more than six foot plenty. Yeah. So, and I asked her mom, how do I make this top 500 of these, you know, elite people? And she said, um, when Annie was little and you started coaching her, you told her volleyball was going to be her destiny. And I... <laughs> I secretly said, I think I told that to everybody. <laughs> but it, it certainly was. Yeah, yeah I, I just told that to her mom. I mean, it was great. You know, I, I, I was so honored to be there. But she remembered those little things. Like She was like 12. You know, I can tell you a really quick Annie Drew story. Her dad was the head basketball coach at Elkhart Central oh, sure. back yeah. in my Elkhart Mike. broadcasting mm -hmm. days. And I remember talking about his boy, Derek, playing basketball. I'm like, Mike, he's a really good athlete. He's like, you know what? He goes, I've got a daughter. I think she's going to be pretty good. Guess what? He didn't just have those rose-colored glasses on his dad. No, he uh -uh. was right. He was right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Coach, we, we appreciate everything you've done sure, for Mishawaka. Sure, I appreciate and, you. And the things you're going to do. I mean, 912 wins as the head coach and what you've done for Mishawaka Volleyball. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Congrats on a great season. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It was a great season. Proud to be in the same building with Steve Anderson and uh, uh, hope to have you back here again to talk volleyball with us and uh, Mishawaka Sports. Dean, where did our time go? Yeah, a great job tonight. Thank you very much, Coach. So, yes. again, Steve Anderson talking tonight with us on uh, the uh, topic of Mishawaka Volleyball just completing their season, a great year, 25 wins and a sectional runner-up position. Also, thanks to Liam Bowski. Uh, 
New Prairie Tournament champion, Northern Lakes Conference champ, sectional champ. Up next is a regional at New Prairie. And also for the girls from the cross-country program joining us tonight, Ava Fox, Corinne Flick, Jada Rogers, and Ellie Burcheski. I don't know if we'll need a bus to bring the, all the uh, guests in next week, <laughs> but uh, I know uh, a week off for the football team. And, uh, you know, we'll be back on Monday to talk Mishawaka sports. Yeah, Pete DeKeever is going to be here next week, so we'll have plenty to talk about with Mishawaka history. Looking forward to that. This has been K-Man Corner from 960 WSBT for Monterey Mexican Bar. We would like to thank them for being our sponsor and our host. Stay tuned. NFL football coming up next. Monday Night Football with the Cowboys and Chargers. For Dean Hubbard, Brian Miller, bidding you a very pleasant good night from Monterey. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.